This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. This is your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Peter Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do. And today we're talking about a situation where a family buys or adopts littermates, dogs, puppies. And the reason we're talking about it is we see a lot of problems with it at Kindred Spirits. It's not commonly done because most responsible breeders don't allow it. And I'm hesitating because I don't want to disparage any breeders. <laughs> but behaviorists don't like when families adopt or buy litter mates. It's not Mother Nature's way, and it's invariably causes problems. So that's going to be our topic for tonight. Um, I know. I just seen a huge increase since last six months. Well, the last few years, we're seeing more of it. Yeah, but like lately, yeah. it's just been kind of like a boom. We have <laughs> several incident, incidences of it in um, in classes right now, people yeah. attending class. And sometimes uh, the last one I spoke with was a breeder, bought from a breeder, but the previous one was from a sh- rescue group. So they're actually puppies from two different litters, but they're the same age. So they right. might as well be litter mates. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I mean, when we have anybody come to our classes with littermate puppies, I think they immediately see our cringed faces. Because <laughs> all of a sudden they just look at us and go, is this not right? Or they hear it in the voice. <laughs> Kate was talking to the owner of littermates just an hour ago. <laughs> and she said, we have two puppies. And I went, oh. And she goes, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Don't tell me anything. Oh, no. Oh. They go, yeah, yeah. I got to tell you some stuff here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the most common reason that they tell us that they want to get these puppies is they can be company for each other. and Or you've got kids and you may have two kids that each want a puppy. So we got a puppy for each child. Well, uh, that's a totally different scenario that we've talked about previously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again, there's a reason for getting litter yeah. mates. We work. We want them to keep company. And two dogs would watch our house better and... Well, they'll play with each other, and then they won't take as much of our time. Yeah. 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 So we think that training two puppies, especially litter mates, is, uh, like you said earlier, four times as hard. Really? Not it, twice as hard. Four times as hard. And I, I confess that my family did so. We got litter mates. What was I? I was in high school. And mixed breed, you know, backyard breeder. We got two boys, which is middle of the road for not having fights. The poor lady I was talking with got two female litter mate puppies, which just upped the possibility of things going wrong. But we got two males. And at about a year and a half, man, they wanted to kill each other. I've still got a number of scars from breaking up their fights. I'll admit, my dad grew up on a farm in Iowa and Nebraska. And he said they didn't even get two farm dog puppies at the same time. And so when he retired from the Coast Guard and my mom got our first dog, or second dog, we had a German Shepherd when I was a baby, but then got the dog after Dad retired and we settled down. It was one dog at a time. So I grew up with the, the I didn't know why. I didn't know why it was important. Dad just said, uh-uh, one puppy at a time. 
So yeah, it makes well, sense. We I did grow up with at least two dogs at all times, but one puppy at a time. Yeah, but an older one and a younger one. Right, and that was because both my parents worked. I was in school. Yes, we wanted the dogs to have company for each other, but at different ages. Right. Right. Exactly. Not exactly. litter mates. I mean, you get litter mates, and they've already bonded to each other. Obviously, they've been together since birth. Then you come into a new household, and a lot of people are also putting these newly adopted uh, um, puppies in the same crate. Which the lady I just spoke with, <laughs> I said, oh, so no. are they being crate trained? She says, yes. I said, are they in the same crate? She said, yes. I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just rained on her parade all over the place. <laughs> need another crate. And ideally, they're sleeping in different rooms. Oh my yeah. gosh. You know, we take if we just yeah. take one puppy out to go to the bathroom, the other one cries and cries. Yeah, oh, they've problem. already got an issue. Yeah. I said, it's oh. going to be a lot of crying, but better now that you take the Band-Aid off now. Yeah. Then when they're, you know, four, six, eight. Still think of the two Weimaran or Littermate puppies that scream just because they were, what, 20 feet away? Yeah. yeah. From well, each I think other it started like at five feet and they kept screaming as they kept further screaming. away. Yeah. 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 So you've got that attachment. Then you get people, you know, they get the Littermates and they're all excited. And now as the puppy grows older, the owner's like, they don't care about us. Of course not. And we can't have that bond. We're, we don't, we're not establishing it. You're not my best friend, my buddy. I can't take one because the other one freaks, screams, hollers, yells, panics. Yeah. Yeah, so try to work on a trust relationship, a pay attention to me relationship when, nah, that's okay. I got my buddy here. Yeah. Well, you compared it to human twins. Yeah. My mom was speak, a... speak their own language and are bonded only to each other. It didn't occur to me for a long time, but yeah, the family stories about my mom and her brother, fraternal twins, small town, and you know, one school, one room schoolhouse. So it was just the two of them for ages and ages and ages, and all the family stories about them having their own language, not even speaking to anybody else. And somewhere in, I don't know, sixth or seventh grade, they had to uh, go into different schools. And then start relating to other people. And I bet it was traumatic. Which actually explains explain so much more about my mother. But that's a whole nother. <laughs> that's a whole nother. That's a different podcast. <laughs> uh, this is, it's a doggy dog world, not it's a mother mother world. <laughs> but it was just one day I all of a sudden went, whoa, my mom was a litter mate. Oh. My mom was, was a litter mate. <laughs> so much was understood. That's awesome. Yeah, twins don't run in my family, thank goodness. <laughs> well, they do in mine every other generation. My mother was a twin, and I'm not, so I'm not having kids. Yeah, well, that's a good reason not to anyway, huh? right? It's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and then, if, you know, and then getting littermate puppies, like Kate mentioned earlier, if you get two females, squabbles start fairly early. Oh, well, it, it squabbles isn't strong enough. Okay. They tend to fight. And, and we call it a bitch fight. And two females will tend to fight, period. Yes. yes. Two females the same age. Yes. Yes. Same and litter is like, if you make it through yeah. puppyhood and into adolescence without too many fights, don't assume it's all good. <laughs> the worst is generally two to three years of age. Sometimes the fights start in adolescence, but the worst of it is usually starting at two to three 
years of age when they're becoming mature, mentally mature. And Mother Nature says, hey, this is my household, my pack. You go away. And when like, no, it's my pack. Yeah. (laughs) My house. As I told her, they both want to be head bitch. Yeah. Right. So (laughs) that's going to be an issue. With the correct using bitch in the correct terminology. Yeah, that's the reason. We call female dogs bitches. (laughs) And I wear the title proudly, but... (laughs) Yeah. But then recently... But but us three aren't litter mates. (laughs) No, exactly. Exactly. And females... Female dogs fighting can be the worst. People tend to think it male dogs fighting is horrible. Maybe because the boys are bigger, tougher. often bigger. Yeah. But I think there's a little shadowing really of what people think about each people. Yes. That the boys are going to fight more and the True. girls are going to be all full of sweetness and so forth. No. no. But survival of the species in dogs depends on the female. Exactly. She's got to be strong, protect her litter. Her, her territory, her yeah. house, her food, her puppies. Yeah. And even if the bitches are spayed, that tendency... That inclination, that behavior carries through. Now, I will add, that doesn't mean that all bitches fight. But two from the same litter, the odds are very much in favor of the girls fighting. Yeah. Yeah. The female to female fights in the dog world. I often ask people if I'm called in on that sort of thing. I say, well, can you cook in the same kitchen with your mother-in-law? Mm-hmm. Now, some can. Yes, some can. Some kind of roll their eyes and go, oh, it's all clear to me now. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't cook with my (laughs) mother-in-law. I neither did I. I mean, three of them. You gave it a three-time shot. Yep. Yep. I did. Yeah, it's not impossible. I didn't cook in the kitchen with my mother either. Well, that's true. I was out out in the the wood shop with my dad. (laughs) But with two females, the odds may always be in your favor. It does not work. Right. 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 Even if one, you know, a lot of times there's always one that's a little stronger headed than the other one. But you're still going to get the fights. Now, we also see litter mates that are a male and a female. And then we see where the female is usually, again, the stronger willed one. And the male is like, oh, my God, you're 10 feet away from me. And they're losing their minds. Yep. Yeah, that's a sad situation because she's usually so overbearing that the poor little boy is can't even live a normal life. They often turn out to be extremely fearful and insecure and can't do anything on their own. And their life is just absolutely miserable. It's not impossible. I did inherit a male-female litter mate. The little along. poodles? The poodles. Oh, yeah. It's not impossible, but, gosh, it's a lot of work to do it. When you get a puppy, you want to have feel the daisies fun times, you know? Not having to separate them and hear them shriek and walks are twice as hard you got to go in different directions sleep or twice as many house training everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's harder then recently we had the students that had two males that they had since puppyhood and they were how old were they they just eight recently eight months and they've been squabbling fighting they've been fighting bad two herding breed dogs been fighting bad and they just had they took our advice yes and they rehomed one oh did yeah yeah one we was rehomed to a family member but like across country Country. oh yeah those two oh yeah 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 yeah. i was thinking about the two aussies they she's fairly successful but the dogs are not fully adults yet either no and god has she worked hard yes 
She has come to, to our um, oscillating. Yeah. Yeah. But she, and we warned her, and she at least listened to us. But yeah, having litter mates, she worked hard. So you want to have litter mates and you want to go try it? Great. But then it's like you crate them separately. Different opposite ends or different rooms. You feed them separately. You train them separately. You, like you said, walk them totally different areas. And that's what she, she did. And she said it's a lot of work and she wouldn't do it again. <laughs> well, I mean, some people are like, I have to come every week to class for seven weeks. She came twice a week, yeah. right? To bring her dogs to different it's classes. Different classes. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. And worked her both. And every them. time we have some function, she comes, she always brings one, one or the other, but it's always one. You never and see her with the two. Talks about her heart being ripped out, about leaving the other one. At, she, her heart. Yeah. Yeah. Her for heart. having to leave the other one at home. But mm-hmm. she knows that's what she's got to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll see work. when the those boys hit two, two and a half, three years old. Uh-huh. Hopefully it'll work for her. But she's probably the only one that I can, I can't remember that dedicated that much work and well, training. Well, we have a couple in, in one of the basic classes now on Saturdays that has two Goldens. And oh, yes. Littermates. Yes. Two girls, and they've had all the warnings, but they are taking me seriously when I've said, you have to do this, and you have to do that. And the comeback, unfortunately, is, well, look how they love each other when they're all cuddled up together. And I said, but they're only six, seven months old. They're babies. They haven't even hit adolescence yet. So I said, you have to start doing this now and it was very hard but they are implementing the suggestions but they they simply cannot place one of them they can't they can't make themselves do it all right well we need to take a break for our sponsors so hold on we've got a lot more to talk about when we get back sit stay it's a doggy dog world we'll be right back after a short pause well four to be exact DGP is an all-natural formula proven to help aging pets with joint and mobility problems. It goes to work quickly, providing vital nutrients to the joints while reversing the effects of age. Some people see results in as little as seven days. Don't let your dog struggle another day. Call 800-521-0543 or visit dgpforpets.com and enter the code DOGGY, that's D-O-G-G-Y, for 25% off your first order and free shipping. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. This is your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. 
Something just occurred to me, and I have no idea what the correct answer is. Is it easier for some breeds than others? Oh, I'm sure it probably is, because yeah. personalities can vary between breeds. Well, I think of like beagles. I mean, beagles were bred to work in packs, whereas the hunting, the herding breeds, they're often more on their own. Mm-hmm. How much that genetic difference makes to getting litter mate. Although the two that we got when I was a kid, they were Pekingese beagle mixes, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not a good indication, right? <laughs> Yeah. I think breed probably could have a little bit to do with it. I think yeah. gender has a lot to do with it. I think individual personalities has a lot to do with it. But the problem breeds have always seemed to be the quote working dogs. I mean, well, mm-hmm. herding, 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 yeah, guardian. I can't remember anybody getting two beagles that we've even had that. We don't see that many beagles, frankly. Yeah, not out here. That's true. I don't have it either. But then, do you want twice the noise? Yeah. That was the first thing that came to my mind also. <laughs> Maybe that was discouraging enough. Do you want that made all the time? Well, I don't know. The lovely couple that have the two bloodhound girls. Oh, they've had fights. They've had fights. I mean, yeah. but talk about noise. Yeah. No, two bloodhounds go off. Yeah. yeah. They've had some pretty serious fights. Yeah. So I think that answers the, the hound question. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think gender has a lot to do with it and personality. Gender probably trumps breed, even. Uh-huh. You know, we've had a few in the past that have started our classes and have um, placed one mm-hmm. early on before we got, you know, little fights were starting here and there, and they came, talked to us a lot, and many of them had made that decision and placed one. Yeah. I know it's which hard. Which is nice. Oh, I know. It's I, I would have... A terrible time bringing home a puppy and bonding with that puppy. But see, I can't imagine bringing home a puppy and have the two puppies bonded to each other and not bonding to me. That, that, that because be my, my no. puppies bond with me. Yeah. yeah. They're best friends. Sure they do. Yeah. 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 So, no, I wouldn't be walking away out of a breeder shelter or wherever with two. I, yeah. one, I would walk one, yeah. one out. It wasn't a case of litter mates, but a woman <laughs> called talk about issues with her puppy dog, and I was like, you know, you're just not the right matchup. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I rescued him, and I'm going to, well, maybe you're just meant to foster him and be the bridge so he's now ready to go to his right home. And, and that stopped her, and she went, oh, because up until then she was doing God sent me this puppy, so I must take care of him. She was well, going to save God him. Maybe God sent you this yeah. puppy to help you foster him. Yeah. Yeah. And then find That's the right point. home. Yeah. Okay, so let's take a break and talk about uh, our sponsor, who um, is Pets Are Kids 2. They have a variety of products, but today we want to talk about their premium pet oatmeal shampoo. Um, it smells absolutely wonderful. I mean, when I smelled it, I'm thinking oatmeal and vanilla. It was like a breakfast. Well, it makes sense, the uh, ingredients. For one thing, they're all natural, which is really nice. You don't have to worry so much about what weird things are being put into something you're putting on your pet. So oat proteins, baking soda, coconut-based cleanser, so it's plant-derived soap, water, glycerin, DMDH, which is a natural preservative, and then vitamins A, D, and E. So it's a nice creamy... All natural ingredient shampoo that smells good. It smells wonderful. And what's interesting is shampoo can be used on your dog or cat. 
So this can be and cats are either. cats are very sensitive. So that shows you what a quality product this is. Right, right. And this um, particular shampoo is supposed to um, help with the uh, less itching if you have a dog that itches or may have, I guess, you know, itchy skin or allergies. I assume this would be nice and comforting to them. Well, with the antibacterial, antifungal properties, uh, you're less likely to get a secondary infection from your dog mm -hmm. licking or scratching because of an allergies. And just soothing. That's so nice. Right. So if you're interested in this product, which smells absolutely wonderful, I would wash my dog stick my nose in their fur because they smell so good but, but don't take a really deep <laughs> sniff or you're gonna yeah. sneeze <laughs> or don't inhale it like liz attempted to got up her nose <laughs> but if you're interested in check out some of their other products again it is um, you go to petsarkids2.com that's p-e-t-s-a-r-e-k-i-d-s-t-o-o -E -E I, -E I feel like the mickey mouse club <laughs> But petsarkids2.com. And you can enter a code, which is PET, P-E-T, 1515, for a 15% uh, discount off your purchase. A portion of all proceeds go to help animals that are been diagnosed with cancer. And their little twist, which is quite personal, is they actually help the family themselves. Yeah. Or the, they, you know, they help provide financial care for the dog or cat undergoing cancer treatment. So it's very important to do research and, and fund that, but research is to help prevent in the future. There are cats and dogs and their families that are dealing with cancer right now. And these people take some stress off of that. Stressful enough to lose your fur child and then all the financial burden. And to follow to through help. with that, uh, with every product that you purchase, if you take a picture of your dog or cat, or your, I don't know, guinea pig for that matter, yeah, yeah, um, next to the product that you purchased, and send that picture into Pets or Kids too. They will send back a picture of whichever pet your purchase is helping to fund their care for. So yeah. you get a personal, this is where your money, a portion of your money is gone. I just had a thought. Uh-oh. I bet this is awesome on ferrets. Oh, you know yeah. how stinky ferrets can be? Yeah. If this is safe for cats, this would be an awesome shampoo for ferrets. I should have uh, my daughter try it with her two ferrets. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Because I, yeah. when I had ferrets, I was always looking for a good shampoo that would get that musky odor right. off them right. without making them smell perfumey. Right. And I bet this oatmeal shampoo would be good for that. Yeah, Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, I'll... Ferret owners, <laughs> be part of the experiment and let us know and then take a picture of your parrot with the bottle. There you go. Send it in. There you go. Another example of litter mates that Petra and I were talking about before we started recording is we got litter mates. Oh, yeah. You got Logan yeah. and I got Bashir yeah. from the same litter. Mm -hmm. And even though they didn't live together, they lived in each of our homes. They saw each other five days a week here at Kindred Spirits, mm -hmm. and they got along great until they hit about two. Yep. And then they started having squabbles. Yep. Of course, we called Bashir the good dog and Logan the evil puppy. Yeah. yeah, that was good and evil. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they squabbled for a couple of years until mm -hmm. they finally settled down. But even hanging out that much, the two litter mates... And in the homes yeah, of trainers. Right. And that was in the homes of trainers. Right. I might even say good trainers. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, thank you. Yes. Wow. 
restrain yourself. <laughs> uh oh, she's she's buttering us up. What does she want? <laughs> so of course, you know, Liz and I recognize it. We just don't come in. We didn't come in every time. We're like, oh, okay, let's let him off. See what happens today. No, I mean, you know, yeah. it was on leash. It was controlled. And but it's interesting because then you and I are talking about our current dogs, mm-hmm. and we've got um, Tango and Hero again, litter mates. But and no squabbles whatsoever. Dogs of English Shepherds now, yeah, but personalities are Pers- friends. Per- personalities are much different. And they're almost three years old. And yeah, buddies. Logan and Bashir were both stubborn, definitive personalities. <laughs> Boss dogs, yep. playground supervisors. Yep. They both wanted to be the playground supervisor. Yeah, strong-willed, <laughs> smart. Yep. But Hero and Tango are very smart. Yeah. But they're completely different personalities. And they're both being raised by very definitive male dogs. Yes. 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 Yeah. Bones doesn't let Hero get away with anything. (laughs) Nothing. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's no question that the older dogs are next and then then the people next. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, Bones and I have talks, even though he's going to be seven later this summer, we still have talks about... I'm in charge, then you, Bones. And every once in a while, he goes, I know more about that mom than you do. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> so, yeah, Bones and I are still having ongoing discussions. Definitive personalities? Yes, yes. Oh, and another thing with the with having litter mates, and like you've mentioned, older, when, especially when they're older and they've never been apart. Oh, gosh. As if one... Passes away. What happened with yours? One passed away shortly after yeah. the other one did. Yeah. So that the two litter mate toy poodles that I inherited, yeah, they passed within six months of each other. Yeah. One from cancer, and I think the other one just from a broken broken heart. heart. Yeah. That happens a lot. Just yeah. missed. Just where where is my other half? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've heard of that happening yeah. before also. Well, that's just heartbreaking. It's like they haven't. They didn't. No, they could live alone, be independent. And frankly, if one of them had to have a tooth pulled, they both had to stay at the clinic. I mean... Yeah, see, that's not right. Right. I mean, that's yeah. just... Uh, it's twice as hard on them, too, because I'm not... Why am I here? I'm feeling fine, but I have to be here for my brother or we both scream. Or sister. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, I mean, really, if you want to give it a try to have litter mates, it's a lot of work. I mean, the, the lady we were talking about that had two Aussies, she was by herself. Yeah, she's she, a single she's, woman. She's a she's a widow by herself. Got these two to be companions for her. Went to the litter mates, but that's a lot of work. And if you're just you do that by yourself, I that's tough. And her. the golden people, at least there's a husband and wife. They got teamwork there, but we should have called her in for a testimonial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. She is quite upfront about talking about. It. Yeah, it's a lot of work. We yeah. do it again. She and we did bring her. And we did bring her in to talk, talk to, to another somebody. couple. Yeah. yeah. We did. Yeah. Sometimes just hearing it from another student, I don't know, makes it easier for them. Yeah, because maybe we're, maybe what we're saying is really not all true. Well, we're just bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't like two puppies at the same time. <laughs> so there. So I mean, there's there's more. I know I've spoken to a few random breeders of just different breeds of dogs that used to adopt out or you know, sell. sell their puppies together to homes and. Um, some of them had gotten the puppies back, and then they were so bonded to each other, even the breeder themselves, you know, couldn't break that, that bond, or it was so difficult to. And a lot of said from then on, it was like, mm, never again. But unfortunately, they all had to have a bad experience 
But then moving forward, now it's like, no, one puppy to a home. Mm-hmm. You know, not two puppies. A, a knowledgeable breeder will not sell two puppies to the same home. Yes. Period. Well, the two yeah. wine runners, they both, they got retired, the couple. Yeah. So they would each have a dog. So they each got the puppy. And those are the ones that were screaming in class. Yeah. After one of the dogs pulled the dad down. And hurt him. Put him into uh, intensive care because he hit his head on concrete. Yeah. During that time, they, the mom took both of the dogs back up to the breeder to stay. So when she called and said that husband was out of the uh, hospital, she was going to go back and get the puppies, I said, which one are you going to pick up? Which one are you going to leave? And they talked about it. When they got up there, the breeder talked them out of it. Oh. Made them take both of them home again. Oh. Told them they couldn't be separated. They were already too mm. old. Shame on her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still. And then I know somebody that really, they wanted to get two puppies. And um, I happened to know the breeder. So I called the breeder because I also know these people are good friends of mine. And then I called the breeder. And I was talking them out of it and the reasons why. And then at the same time, called the breeder and I said, I'm just going to throw it out there. These friends of mine interested in your puppies, but not two. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. That will not happen. Good. I will only sell one puppy. I will never, ever sell two puppies again. To there are home. good breeders. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's hard because, you know, if you've approved this person or family to buy one of your puppies, you already know you like this person or trust them. And it's got to be hard to say no to that extra check and a good home and a good home but for the long-term health of the puppies right yeah and of course i asked my friend i said so are you still bummed you didn't get two he goes oh no (laughs) (laughs) i handful enough with the one i go there you go and he said now i understand what you're trying not only that their older dog would have run away from home right exactly packed up didn't didn't look too thrilled about having a puppy anyway never mind too that's another thing they'll gang up on the other dog yes if there's another dog in the household or two or three that's yeah. right yeah more fights with the others yep yeah teaming up and everything else it's teaming up on your cats back to cats, my mom again dogs. they haven't learned other dogs language if they're only together yeah mm-hmm. only right. caring about each other right man So anyway, if you want to find out more, there is some research available online. You can, you can just Google it, do a Google search and, and read up more about it. But again, just don't do it. (laughs) Just don't do it. Although a few people have been successful at it. A lot, a lot, a lot of work. And the last thing you want is dog fights. I had two dogs that fought two bitches. They were not litter mates. But they were two dominant bitches, and neither one would back down, and that makes life extremely uncomfortable. Have and a credit card just for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very difficult, and it's worse with litter mates. So just don't do it. The odds will never be in your favor, right? It's possible, but the odds are against you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, that's it for this time. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand. 
only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>